What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes Welcome to another episode Of life as a gringo I am Dramos Of course I am uh, I'm, I'm really excited To to be dropping Some uh, some free jewelry On today's episode On a topic That I feel very I don't know man I feel very strongly about A lot of people Will call this whole thing hokey and that it's all bullshit but i don't know man uh, i've seen enough in my life and and been able to manifest enough in my life that i know that this is this is true and this all somehow some way is a real thing and that is the topic of the law of attraction and i know this sounds like some hippy dippy shit where we're all like lighting sage in a room and, and uh, you know lighting candles and all kinds of bullshit like that but I promise you there's something to it. I'm going to kind of get into why I think it's so, man, real and also why it's so powerful and how you can apply this to your life to really kind of put yourself in position to get everything you've ever wanted or at least what is best for you or meant for you right now in this moment. And I'll dive into a a bunch of different things like that. Uh, Excuse me if I sound a little bit nasally uh, as of late. My allergies have been kicking my ass. uh, So I apologize if, uh, if I sound a little bit different than I normally would, but Hey, here we are. Uh, I got to keep working. So stuffed up nose or not, we're making the podcast. As per usual, we'll do our Ask a Gringo segment. Uh, before that, though, I'll also be sharing uh, kind of one of my biggest inspirations in this life. One of the people whose words I look to on a regular basis whenever I'm feeling lost or just need inspiration. I'm going to share with you uh, something they actually said about this particular topic. It's something that's incredibly special to me. Uh, so we'll do that in the Mijente segment of the show. Before that, though, let's kind of do a bit of a deep dive into what the hell, you know, this whole idea of the law of attraction is and manifesting and whatever other shit you want to call it. Uh, we'll do that, of course, in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right, so if you are familiar with the law of attraction at all, you probably heard it in uh, The Secret, whether it was reading the book 
or in the, uh, I don't know if it was a movie, documentary, whatever you want to call it. I think it's on Netflix still. I'm not sure. But that's where I first saw it was um, the movie The Secret. And in that movie, I mean, listen, I'll be 100% real. There are a lot of really just fucking weird and corny parts of that movie where you have people like, I saw a picture of a house in a magazine. I cut it out, put it on my wall. Next thing you know, a year later, I was living in that same exact house. And I was like, all right, buddy, like you guys are really putting too much fucking sauce on it. Like you could just explain it like a normal human being and maybe people would take this seriously. But nonetheless, it did have a profound impact on me. And the secret is kind of a good starting place uh, when it comes to kind of learning all about this idea of like visualization and manifestation and, and basically the law of attraction. Now, let's clearly define the the law of attraction for anybody who's not familiar at all. If this is your first time kind of hearing about this. Let's uh, let's kind of get the definition of it out there. So I'm reading an article on VeryWellMind.com, and they define the law of attraction as a philosophy suggesting that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life, while negative thoughts bring negative outcomes. It is based on the belief that thoughts are a form of energy, and that positive energy attracts success in all areas of life, including health, finances, and relationships. And listen, I mean, if this is if this is something you've kind of pushed against in the past, I understand like there is a lot of hokiness to it when you kind of really people just try and say like, I think of it and next thing you know, I have it. Like, I get it. That sounds like a lot of bullshit and it kind of is to a degree and I'll get into deeper kind of why it is and why it isn't. But to me, if we're just talking about energy in general, like I want you to picture you go into a, a restaurant or a store and you are a complete and utter asshole to the person behind the counter that person behind the counter is probably not going to extend to you the best form of like customer service or quality of a product, right? Or quality of a service that they're they're giving you. So like you've technically speaking attracted that lackluster experience based upon your own negative energy that you put out there to that person. And for me, that's how I view a lot of this kind of stuff. I try not to get too much into like the heady type of stuff where it's like you you know, it's like you write it down on a piece of paper and you give it to a dove and they fly off into the sky or some shit. Like that's the visualization I have um, when I think of some of these hokey people that talk about this stuff. But I try to think about it in a little bit more of a practical sense, but at the same time, understanding that there are certain things at work that you cannot necessarily see nor touch. But let's kind of go into uh, into this idea of, of uh, the law of attraction a little bit deeper. And this is actually same article. They reference it as the laws of attraction. And it says, uh, advocates suggest there are central universal principles that make up the law of attraction. Now, there are three listed here. The first one being like attracts like. This law suggests that similar things are attracted to one another. It means that people tend to attract people who are similar to them. But it also suggests that people's thoughts tend to attract similar results. Negative thinking is believed to attract negative experiences, while positive thinking is believed to produce desirable experiences. And that's pretty much what I was just saying um, a second ago when I'm giving you that analogy of like you interacting with somebody who's working at a store behind the counter, whatever the case may be. Like you having negative thinking, negative energy is going to provide you with a negative experience in that situation. Uh, the second law of attraction, according to this article, is that nature abhors a vacuum. And I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I had to Google what the word abhor means. It means uh, regard with disgust and hatred. But anyway, nature abhors a vacuum. I can't really think of how that's used appropriately. But what they, what that means is this law of attraction suggests that removing negative thoughts from your life can make space for more positive things to take their place. 
It is based on the notion that it is impossible to have a completely empty space in your head, in your mind, and in your life. Since something will always fill this space, it is important to fill that space with positivity, proponents of this philosophy say. And again, I'm just going to put this in really like in real world type of like, you know, terms for you, like real life shit. Like, A, if you are in a like negative relationship, you don't have space then for an actual good relationship when it comes to like romantic stuff. Or if you are around a bunch of like dirtbag friends all the time, you're probably not going to have any space for like good people who are actually going to motivate you and uplift you just because they aren't going to want to be around that type of energy. You know what I mean? Like that negative energy, those negative people that are filling up your life will push away any positive things that may be coming your way. Again, I'm just trying to make this as practical as possible because I feel like a lot of people put too much fucking sauce on this, making it seem like it's some crazy like spiritual experience, which to a degree it is once you really kind of dive into it all. But at the same time, I think there is a lot of logic behind it. Now, the last uh, law that they, they, they mention here is uh, the present is always perfect. This law focuses on the idea that there are always things you can do to improve the present moment. While it might always seem like the present is somehow flawed, this law proposes that rather than feeling dread or unhappiness, you should focus your energy on finding ways to make the present moment the best it can be. Again, this is pretty practical shit. I mean, it's like, I had a, a, a flat tire, I think it was a couple months ago, like randomly, one of my last days actually going into the, the radio station, um, I came out and I had a flat tire. I ran over a nail. So while I was waiting for uh, AAA, because I, I don't have any tools to change a tire in my truck, I learned that day as well. Um, but instead of like being pissed off and like, you know, making it the worst day ever, I literally was like, okay, what can I do to make this situation not as terrible as it is? So what I do? I walked my ass to Dunkin' Donuts. I got myself a couple donuts. I sat there, enjoyed the hell out of them, had myself a coffee. And then on my phone while waiting for AAA, I caught up on a bunch of emails that I had been like slacking on. So like I chose to make that an enjoyable and extremely productive moment for myself. And listen, I don't know if that led to any long-term benefit. I mean, it could have potentially one of those emails that I sent out could have been something that led to another thing. And chances are probably did just the way that things go and kind of snowball when you're working uh, on different things but but I literally end up having a super productive day because I didn't sit there and fucking dwell on all the negative that was happening in my present moment I looked around and said what is the opportunity that I can find in this moment and again I can't remember specifically what emails I was sending but for all I know that is like one of the emails that I sent that is like my next big gig that I'm about to have or, or whatever the case may be you know now in this article they also talk about how to practice the law of attraction and they go on to say According to the law of attraction, you create your own reality. What you focus on is what you draw into your life. It suggests that what you believe will happen in your life is what does happen. Now, I have a logical theory about this one as well. But first, I want to read some of the things that they said you could do to incorporate the law of attraction into your life. And then I'll, I'll get into kind of my more practical reading of that. But they say be grateful, which is um, like, duh. But also at the same time, it's probably not something that we all are cognizant of, I think. Being grateful, aside from like, you know, it being the right thing to do to be thankful for all that you have in your life, it also is an easy way to kind of get you to get out of a funk if you're in a bit of a funk that day. You know, I usually, I try to kind of set a habit where I'm in the shower in the morning and I at least list off three things that I'm grateful for in that moment. And it kind of helps me start my day with a bit of positivity um, and recognizing that my cup is in fact, uh, is, is half full rather than half empty, you know? 
Um, it talks about visualizing your goals, which I am huge on. And I'll get into that a little bit later of exactly how I do that and um, how I feel like it's been incredibly helpful to me manifesting everything I've wanted uh, that I'm doing right now, you know, and, and future things that are down the line. The other thing they say is look for the positives in a situation. I mean, that's the same thing I was talking about when I got that flat tire. I saw it as a time to give me a chance to kind of relax for a second, um, get some food that I love in the form of donuts, and also uh, have a, a chance to catch up on some emails that I've been slacking on, right? So finding the positives in every situation. Um, you know, obviously there are certain, uh, man, crazy circumstances, but just the normal things that happen in everyday life to all of us, I think there are always going to be positives to a situation. If you're like stuck in traffic, um, you know, it sucks. You tell your boss you're going to be late and it is what it is, but like utilize that time. Maybe it gives you a chance to like finish listening to a podcast you were really into or an audio book, you know, or be creative and brainstorm on some ideas for, for your next venture. Like all this kind of stuff, like you should be utilizing all these different things for the opportunities that they are because every situation is in fact an opportunity. Another thing they say is use positive affirmations. And this one, I've always been like not on board with this because I don't want to sit there and fucking marry with myself and be like, you are great. You are special. You know what I mean? But like, I'll be real with you. I've always been against it. But as of late, I've been recognizing kind of like the importance of it. Like if you can get over just like looking at yourself and feeling really dumb that you're talking to yourself, there is something to this because obviously I've talked about this in previous episodes, the importance of self-love and all that kind of stuff. And positive affirmations are a part of self-love and reminding yourself of all the great things, you know, like I am smart, I am driven, I am successful, you know, all these different things, like a reminder that's like planting a positive seed in your head to kind of keep you feeling good about yourself. You know, all that is incredibly important towards going after the things that we want. You know, if our our mental is not in order, you know, it's gonna be really difficult to achieve our goals and to be somebody that others want to be around, which is half the battle of also achieving a, a lot of our goals. And the last thing it says is, reframe negative events in a more positive way. And obviously easier said than done. Uh, I'll be real with you. I've been kind of going through it the last couple of weeks with just kind of my life being turned upside down a little bit with this uh, hurricane that we had. And I haven't been able to sleep at my house um, for man, almost two weeks at this point now. Right. And my, my home is also where I work at. So I've been commuting back and forth from my parents' house to my house, which isn't a far drive, but it's not the convenience of me being able to, you know, kind of walk upstairs into my studio and get to work, you know, um, or to be able to work at all hours of the night, you know, because I have to take into consideration, I have to go drive to my parents' house and, and do all that kind of stuff. And then even like it fucked up my morning routine, which I feel all out of whack. By the time I get here, it's like, oh, I'm like rushing to do stuff because I'm kind of starting my day off a little bit chaotic. I got my puppy. I'm trying to get him ready for hanging out here all day long. It's just a whole bunch of, of different things. And, and it's definitely got me down aside from the money aspect of it all of like, having to pay money that you weren't planning on. Uh, there's definitely been some up and downs mentally these last couple of weeks, but I also am trying to put a positive spin on it. You know, like I've been able to spend a lot more time with my parents these last couple of weeks, you know, and as they get older, you know, the inevitable will happen, you know, and, and I now got to see my parents, who knows what, 10 more times than I would have had this one, you know, not have happened. You know what I mean? I have 10 more memories I got to share with them because of all of this, you know, um, and also just looking around at the devastation that happened to my town, like other people lost everything in their homes, essentially, you know what I mean? And, and they don't know when they're going to go back to their home, if they're going to be able to go back to their home, you know, at least for me, you know, while I can't sleep here because I don't have gas or, or hot water, 
my home is still intact. I get to still come here every day and work and, and have my belongings safe and, and all that kind of stuff and uh, not feel totally displaced, you know. So definitely, you know, reframing negative events in a more positive way has been something I try to put into practice. And I can tell you right now, it's something I'm doing to kind of get me through this whole situation. But I do want to backtrack a little bit quickly um, when they were talking about like visualizing your goals. And I'm a very like goal-oriented person. I write them all down. I'll get into that a little bit later in the show, but how exactly I break it all down. But this is incredibly important because I I kind of look at it in a practical sense of like, have you ever gotten a car, right? And you're like super into the car. And then all of a sudden, every time you're on the road, you start noticing that car on the road, right? Like it's hard to not see that car that you have as well now on the road, right? And before you didn't notice it as much, but now it's something your mind automatically kind of goes to because it's on your radar because you drive the same car. And that's how I look at it when it comes to goals. Like I try to visualize my goals each and every day, especially in the morning, because I kind of feel like for me, what I've I've noticed is that keeping those goals fresh at the top of my mind allows me to see daily opportunities um, as they come up. Like it allows me to quickly recognize it allows my mind to register. Oh, shit. Here's an opportunity that could help you accomplish that goal that you had. You know what I mean? So keeping all that stuff fresh on the top of my mind means that when something happens in my everyday life, when an email comes in, when I meet somebody, uh, and it, it makes things kind of click like, oh, shit, this might actually help you achieve X, Y, and Z. So that's why I think visualizing your goals um, is incredibly important. And that's kind of like the less hokey way of thinking about this idea, like manifestation and all that. And, and your thoughts become things type of thing. As much as I do believe that your thoughts become things, I think there is a practical sense to it, like I'm saying, of like, you kind of having these ideas in your head and now your mind is automatically trying to connect the dots in your everyday life, if that makes sense. And that actually is a perfect segue into uh, the Mihente segment of today's show, the person I want to talk about who's incredibly special to me and who prov- continues to provide wisdom for me long after their untimely death. And that is uh, Nipsey Hussle. So I want to read one of my favorite quotes from him uh, in our Mihente segment. It's definitely kind of in the vein of what we're talking about. And for me, it's something that's always been super helpful. So we'll get into that. But first, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so like I was saying, I want to get into a Nipsey Hustle quote. And if anybody doesn't know me, you haven't followed me for, for a long time. Nipsey is, is one of my heroes that I've never actually gotten to sit down and have a conversation with, unfortunately. Um, but somebody who I, I literally, if I'm feeling like I'm in a funk or if I'm like needing uh, inspiration, I'll throw on like a YouTube compilation of like Nipsey quotes or, or interview, I'll put on an interview from him. And it just kind of rejuvenates me, helps me think about things in a really practical way and always usually kind of, you know, puts me onto something. There's so many gems in Nipsey Hussle's conversations in his mind. And man, he was so much more than just his music. So so rest in peace to him. But uh, the quote that I thought was was really relevant to what we're talking about is, uh, I believe his, this was an interview with, with uh, Big Boy out in LA. Uh, so shout out to Big Boy and his radio show. Uh, but the quote was, uh, thoughts are powerful in all facets. In my career, in my life, things turn out exactly how I visualize them. Not in the time frame I expected, you always want shit to happen overnight, but I just had clear visions. He then goes on to say, um, that shit comes to life if you just stick to your script. I love that. And I, I'm glad he added that that other part of like, just stick to your script because there is this action that comes into it. And I think that's one of the bigger misconceptions people have when you talk about the law of attraction where people think it's like, okay, so you just think about something and now you get it, right? Well, no, you, you have to think about it and be mindful of it, but you do have to take some sort of action. That's why I've also had this problem with like, uh, I mean, probably most of us, if you're listening to this, if you grew up in a Latin household, religion was somewhat a part of it, whether it still is now or was when you were a kid. But, you know, um, it's always like, you know, all grace is to God or, or give it up to God. I'm gonna pray on it, all that kind of stuff that we grew up kind of hearing. And this isn't me taking any shots at religion. I mean, I still pray on things and, and believe in all that kind of stuff. Maybe not necessarily praying to a Christian God or, or, or whatever the case would be. It's more of like a spirituality type of thing. I've talked about that in previous episodes. Uh, religion versus spirituality, if you haven't heard that one yet. But but either way, I, I still kind of pray to something with the universe, whoever it might be. Um, I still believe in in that, you know. But to me, I, I never liked that idea because it's like, okay, well, where's the action? I don't like the idea of leaving this up to something else. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you know, there are greater forces at work happening, kind of, you know, um, helping us maneuver. But I also believe that we're the ones putting ourselves in certain positions. Like, I view life as like one of those books um, we used to have when we were kids, right? Like uh, choose your own adventure, right? And it would be like, uh, do you want to choose like ABC? If you choose C, jump to page 23. And that and like, it's like, that's the path you end up going on, right? And that's how I view kind of life to be. It's like, we're, we're like making decisions and we're very much active in what's happening. But at the same time, it's kind of like the world is reacting to the decisions that we make and the mindsets that we adapt. And that's kind of like the law of attraction where it's like, Okay, I'm making a decision that I want this, and that means that like the universe is is gonna kind of open up that path that choose my own adventure type of path that I have set out. Like and like the universe is gonna kind of like uh, lay out the path that 
that reflects the decisions that I've made or the mindset that I've adapted. And even going deeper into what he says when you stick to your script, like you, that means having a plan, right? That means having at least like a rough blueprint. And that's what he's kind of talking about. I think a lot of people end up quitting on their ideas or their thoughts um, before it's time, you know? Like I can honestly say a lot of my life has turned out very much like the way I thought it would. You know, obviously maybe time frame, like he said, is gonna be a little bit different. Um, maybe the mediums that I'm using or, or little specifics about maybe like the people that I'm involved with might be slightly different. But overall, in general, when something like big happens in my life, there's been a few different things kind of going on. Um, and my girl will be like, did you like ever think this would happen? And like my answer usually 99% of the time is like, yeah, like I definitely thought this would happen. Obviously, I didn't know this person would be involved or that person, but I definitely at one point in my life visualized like this happening, you know? And then now it coming to life is a result of me sticking to the script, of me sticking to the plan. And again, um, I've talked about this in previous episodes. You got to be flexible with the plan, but you still have to at least have a plan. You know what I mean? Like the plan can change. The plan can adapt a little bit, but it's important that you stick to the plan and don't give up until you achieve a form of whatever it is that you're visualizing. And this thing where he says you have to have clear visions, like you have to be specific about what it is that you want. It can't just be like, oh, I want to own a business. Like, nah, what kind of business do you want to own? You know what I mean? Like, where do you want to own it? All of those different types of things because having that clear vision allows you to visualize and see the opportunities as they're happening throughout your day because a lot of times potential opportunities aren't going to present themselves in the way that you thought or as like obvious as you thought. It's actually, sometimes they are, but for the most part, you got to kind of connect the dots. And like, to me, again, having a very clear vision, a very specific idea in your mind, a specific goal that you think about all the time will allow your brain to connect the dots without you even realizing it. That's like the beauty of it. Like I can tell you, like if I go into, when I would go into like some of these events pre-COVID and maybe like an industry event, networking kind of thing, like I'd be meeting different people, meeting different people. And immediately as I meet them and I'm finding out what they do and like, you know, what their mindset is like, my mind is just going, okay, this person could possibly be the person that helps me with this that I've been thinking of. And it's like, oh, this person could possibly help me with this other thing. And it's like, my mind is already connecting those dots without me even having to try. And that's because I'm so connected to what my goals are because I'm visualizing them and thinking about them and reminding myself of them every single day and being very, very specific about what those goals are. Again, a lot more practical than, than one would think when you hear things like law of attraction manifestation, whatever the case may be. I'm a bit more of a practical human being. I don't like to just kind of throw things up there to like some unknown source. If I could break things down in a more practical way, I know it's going to be something that I'm going to kind of stick to a little bit more. Uh, so I hope that that's kind of helpful for you when I kind of break down how I view these things. Uh, and we're actually going to get more a little bit more into how I view these things in our Ask a Gringo segment, where, of course, I get y'all involved in the conversation. Ask a Gringo. All right, so it's time for our Ask a Gringo segment. This is where I ask y'all, the audience, to get involved. We do it via my Instagram, at DJ Dramos. I'm always asking questions for each episode, so if you don't follow me on there, make sure you do. You can be a part of the conversation. I'll, uh, I'll post them in my Instagram stories. Now, the first question I asked people um, was just, you know, do you believe in, in the law of attraction, manifestation, and all that kind of stuff? And, um, I mean, a lot of the answers were kind of just like, yes, no, uh, so not much depth there. Uh, I, I love my followers. I'll do a little bit better uh, next time around. Y'all usually kill it. But um, one that I, I did want to read that I, I thought was just pretty powerful and, and very well worded. Um, my guy uh, at Anthony Legati said, uh, yes, thoughts are energy. The mind is a magnet. 
And I love, love, love that one right there. He's definitely been reading that Jay Shetty book. Um, and I agree with that. Everything is, is definitely energy at, at the end of the day. And I think our thoughts are, of course, energy. And, and even for those of you who don't necessarily believe it in that way, I mean, think back to like why some of us get into certain patterns that we get into, whether it be dating the same kind of people or just having a lot of like the same thing happen to us over and over and over again. It's kind of like you got to then take a look at yourself and say, what am I doing to attract this, you know, and not and of course, and this isn't putting blame on anybody um, because we're all guilty of this. Like, it's really hard to see it sometimes. And what I mean, like, what am I doing to attract this? I don't mean like you are literally like putting yourself out there in a way that is attracting bad things. But it also could be what am I not doing to protect myself? Right. Am I maybe being too trusting of people, right? Like when you're getting involved in business or something like that, and for whatever reason, like you keep getting screwed over by people, like am I being too trusting of people? Am I not doing enough vetting of people that I'm inviting into my business? Or it could be like the people that are around you and you keep like inviting this kind of like never ending cycle of like, you know, friends who kind of bring you down, you know, maybe it's a friend who always wants to go out and party and you're like kind of always, you know, kind of with them because you're being dragged out by this friend group who always wants to go out and party and you know, you're getting involved in drugs or too much alcohol or even just wasting too much money every weekend rather than saving money. But you keep telling yourself, it's like, oh, well, I want to have a social life, you know, rather than saying to yourself, maybe I need to put a different type of energy out there to attract different types of people who maybe want to do something else that's a little bit more fulfilling to me. Like if I'm maybe putting out a different energy or carrying myself in a different way, I might begin to attract people who like want to go hang out at museums or something like that instead of partying all the time, whatever the case may be. Or like in a relationship, you know what I mean? Like, am I attracting the same type of man or woman? Like what similarity, what habit can I find in that? You know, I think there are a lot of people who kind of like have this innate need to want to fix somebody, you know? And I mean, in, in, in reality, I think any good relationship, you're both helping each other improve, but you definitely see this idea a lot of times of like somebody almost wants to be the savior all the time and they keep finding themselves in situations where like they're in a relationship where like they feel like they're trying to save this other person. And I mean, if it's something that keeps happening to you, obviously you, I mean, you keep going through different relationships and breakups, whatever the case may be. And it's just like this never ending cycle where you kind of never able to get your head above water. Um, and it's kind of like, you're almost inviting these types of people, this type of energy into your life. And I'm not going to sit here and say like, I've never been a part of this kind of cycle. I mean, for me, definitely like what, what comes to mind is like a lot of times, uh, and I, talk about this a little bit it was like business partners the people that i was getting involved with um when i was coming up in this industry you know it was a lot of people who would show me in in their actions that they really weren't cut out for this or they didn't want it as badly as i did but i would keep you know allowing them to kind of be a part of my circle or i would keep allowing myself to be a part of their circle and the harsh and sad reality of it is that Things really didn't start happening for me until I started to break away from these people, until I just started to say, you know what, I need to kind of go off and, and kind of figure things out on my own and, and separate myself from this group of people because we're not on the same page and they're just going to continue to disappoint me when it comes to this. And as harsh again as it sounds, that was the best decision I ever made for myself was putting some distance between myself and these people because they were inevitably dragging me down. I just want to find a whole fucking tangent on this, but I, I just want to show like real world kind of examples of, of all this shit at work and just how real this whole thing is. And maybe not in the same like hokey fucking way that we see in things like the secret, but it's definitely something real to it. Now for the um, second part of this, I had people ask me general questions about uh, law of attraction and manifestation. And these were, were good. I, I got a couple that I really liked. And this one I kind of touched on earlier in the show, but 
at Max Zavala. I think I got that right. I'm sorry if I fucked it up. Um, he said, uh, how specific do you get with manifestations? Is it enough to imagine a lifestyle you want? I mean, I, I, like I said before, the more specific, the better. I mean, I think you could definitely say, I want to live this type of lifestyle, but be specific. What kind of house do you want to live in? Like I'm, I'm on Zillow all the time, even though I'm not in the market for a house and I'm looking at houses that are far beyond my budget right now, but like it gets me this idea in my head of exactly what I want. You know what I mean? And I could start manifesting it in my head and being on the lookout for, for opportunities, you know, and also knowing how much that house costs, how much a house like that one costs to start kind of getting that into my head of how much money I need to make in order to afford that that house that I want. But you, to me, you also have to be specific on how you're going to get there. Like, how are you going to make that much money to afford that house, that lifestyle that you're, you're talking about? So I, the more specific, the better. And you have to know how you're going to get there. Again, you, maybe you won't know all the key players or the exact type of thing, but I think you need to at least set yourself up with like, this is the path in order to get me to this goal. If like uh, some people say you need to figure it's like a week's salary is what you can afford to pay on a like on rent or mortgage or whatever. So like I'll look at, let's just say a million dollar house. I'll go break down all the numbers. How much monthly will this cost? Okay, that means I need to make X amount of money each week in order to afford to live in that house. And then I start thinking, how can I make that much money? And I might start breaking it down. Well, if this job pays me this much, this other job pays me this much, I can afford this house in that way. And that's how specific you have to get with your plan. And again, you're allowed to pivot and deviate, but I think it's important to have that like fixed idea in your head that keeps you going every single day towards that ultimate goal. And the more specific, the better. And, and you're definitely going to be able to help yourself kind of stay on track when life starts throwing random shit at you. All right, we're going to keep talking about this. I'm going to keep reading questions. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby. But you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
All right, so we are back. And the last one, the last question I got here that I, that I really wanted to touch on was uh, June underscore 530 underscore said, uh, run it. The breakdown of your bullet points to seeing it, believing it, achieving it. Poor faves. Um, all right, I love this one. So I'm going to break down to you kind of how I goal set because I feel like that's the main part of my manifestation. And I, I think I've touched on this before. I don't know if it's been on the podcast or other things that I've done. Um, so I apologize if uh, you've heard this already, but I break all of my goals down into four segments. They are goals that I want to achieve in three months, goals that I want to achieve in six months, goals that I want to achieve in a year, and goals that I want to achieve in five years. And I have this all written down in a notebook. And I think for each one, I generally try to have like three, between three and at most five goals for like each section. But usually how I'll start it is I'll just have like a blank sheet of paper and I'll just start writing down all these different goals that I have for myself. Whatever ideas come to mind, you know, like start this business, do that, live in this kind of house, make this much money, blah, blah, blah. I'll write all of that stuff down and then I'll I'll go and I'll start putting next to it. Is this a three month goal? Is this a six month goal, a one year goal or a five year goal? I'll do all that. And then I'll kind of like if I have too many, maybe for one section, I'll have them there and I'll kind of narrow it down. Which one is the one that I really want? Which three to five are the ones that I really want? And that's how I'll I'll kind of break that down. And what I do is every single morning, I read over those goals. And I'm going to be very honest. I've been fucking slacking on that this month. I'm going to get back on it tomorrow. That's a promise. Uh, I'm actually realizing that right now. So I'm going to call myself out on that right now. But But what I had been doing forever, really, I would read this every single day in my notebook and I would have it memorized. And like, I remember when I used to commute to work, I would be in the car and I would have this routine. I had like a 45 minute drive to work and I had this, uh, this routine where I would just list off every single one of those goals and like talk about them as if they happened already, you know, like allow my mind to kind of feel that excitement as if they actually were happening. They were a part of my real life right now. And I would do that every single day and be burned into my fucking brain. But again, I'm kind of creating to me those pathways. I'm creating the ability for my mind to connect the dots, uh, to see the opportunities that are in front of me that are happening on a daily basis so that I can really make all this stuff happen. And I'm very mindful about what is around me, you know, like what am I doing that is potentially taking me away from these different goals? And even when it comes to like opportunities that might come my way, like even if it's a short term financial opportunity, I'll ask myself, does this contribute to one of my goals that I have for myself? Or does it take away? Does it take up my precious time that I could be using for one of those other goals that are actually like my real long-term goals that I have for myself? And that's how I kind of, I think I block different things out of my head. Like, listen, I could be in the clubs right now, DJing every single Friday and Saturday night like I used to be, you know, and and making a, a good amount of like, you know, extra money, extra easy money, quick money. But I'd also be setting myself back because when I'd be doing that, I end up just being in recovery mode all the time. I end up just trying to catch up on sleep when I have some free time. You know, I am just trying to rather than using that time to like actually rest and get my mind sharp so that I can tackle the week and also using that Friday and Saturday night aside from like really, you know, uh, resting, using that time to go after my goals. And by the way, those don't necessarily just have to be like career goals. It might be like, the goal of having a healthier relationship with my girlfriend. And that that is, you know, something that is a goal for me. And it's something I'm, I'm definitely trying to balance, like in, in this aspect of my life, finding that work-life balance of having the time to invest into my relationships, you know, um, 
And it's still new for me. It's still difficult with how many different things I have on my plate. But for sure, if I was DJing every single weekend, I would be dropping the ball on this goal altogether. You know what I mean? So again, I keep those goals like really close to my chest and I allow them to dictate how I live my life. Or when it comes to the people that are around me, is this person helping or hurting me? Are they a good influence on me or are they influencing me to do things that go against my greater goal, right? Like all this type of stuff. That's how I kind of kind of see it. And to me, that's how I've been able to manifest these different things that are happening for me. And also, again, being proactive, putting in the work. How can I meet and attract the people that I want to work with? And I'm gonna give you one of my biggest tips that I've ever been able to use. And it's not unfortunately gonna be applicable to everybody, but it's something I think we should all apply to. Just you never know. But I personally view like my Instagram as my resume, right? So like what I so one of my best tactics I always would do was like aside from just keeping up on my Instagram, staying active and always trying to put out content was I would go out and follow people that I wanted to potentially work with or people that I knew worked in the industry I wanted to get into or worked for the company that I was trying to get in with. Shit, I would even go on LinkedIn, I would research who does this specific job. I would try to go follow them on Instagram and hope they would follow me back. I would go and go onto the pages of like, uh, this company just announced this new show. I'd follow every single person that that company was following on Instagram and some of them would follow me back. And guess what? Now that means those eyeballs are on me and are watching what I'm doing. And I can't talk about it right now, but I can tell you guys, this has worked to a charm even uh, recently where me doing this now put me on the radar for, for, for some people who are hopefully going to give me an opportunity to do something else that I've been dreaming about doing. So, and that's not anything new. You know, that is, that is just one of the times that it's happened for me, but I, I continue to do this. And, and this is me, you know, not only visualizing my goals, but the other part of manifestation to me is the action, like me moving nonstop towards those things and, and trying to take every little opportunity I could possibly find to put me in a position to get that win is what is attracting those wins towards me. It is what is attracting those necessary people that I need to help me, you know, achieve those goals. But I hope that was a, a helpful kind of a answer for you. I mean, obviously I do meditation and I'll visualize my goals in meditation. A lot of times I journal about my different ideas. You know, uh, again, when I talk about Nipsey and the content, I'm like always ingesting content that gives me uh, ideas and gives me encouragement because I just feel like all that is like creating this whole ball of energy that is going to eventually just like steamroll towards the goals that I want or, or steamroll me uh, you know, through that door that I, I need to get into. So that's kind of how I, I, I view all this stuff and 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 you know, and be able to manifest a lot of things that I I want. And no idea, no goal is ever too big. You know what I mean? I keep a lot of those ideas in the back of my head and am always thinking about how they could potentially work in different scenarios. And a lot of times those gigantic goals that I thought could never happen, they end up coming true just because I've always kept them on my head and I believe that they could actually happen. Belief is a, another huge aspect of it as well. Having genuine belief that these things could happen, having genuine belief in yourself. Man, and with that said, thank y'all so much for participating in Ask a Gringo. Again, at DJ Dramos on Instagram if you want to be a part of the conversation. And with that said, man, let's tie everything we've learned today in a nice, neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion All right, so for our conclusion, Stu, on this one, I actually want to go back and reference um, that article that I was I was talking about earlier in the show from VeryWellMind.com. And they actually mention the secret, which I've been talking about, and kind of like the hokiness of it all that people critique. Uh, and I thought it was, it was super powerful what they kind of said here and very helpful. So 
Um, what they said was one problem with books such as The Secret, as well as with some people's interpretation of the law of attraction, is that it suggests it's the belief that good things will come to us that will bring us all we desire without any sort of action behind that belief. But they go on to say what it actually is. It is the optimistic viewpoint that drives proactive behaviors that, in turn, bring optimists such great results in their lives. Optimists don't receive their benefits from their attitude alone. It's the behavior, the attitudes inspire that create real change. In order for beliefs to affect behavior, it is important to also have things such as goals, mindfulness, commitment, motivation, timelines, which is huge. Give yourself a a deadline for, for things to make sure you get it done challenges and support and to basically sum that up into like really fucking simple terms is that a belief alone a goal alone will not get you any of the things that you want there has to be action behind it there has to be some sort of movement behind it and i'm sorry if i ruined uh any of the like spiritual sense of the law of attraction that anybody feels but to me it'll reach a lot more people and it'll be a lot more impactful if we're able to really just look at this from a really just like rational and just kind of like a real world viewpoint but it's like if you're doing the work every single day and you're visualizing your goals and you're putting in that effort you're showing up every day you will eventually find yourself in front of the people that you need to meet because all that positive momentum that you have that that positive momentum forward that you are are using is eventually going to take you to the doorstep of of somebody else who shares a similar mindset to you it's inevitable It's like if you're going to the gym every fucking day and you're just getting ripped and you're getting jacked and everybody around the gym is beginning to be wowed by like how much you're killing it and how great you look, your physique and like how much weight you're lifting. It's inevitable that somebody's going to come up to you and be like, yo, you're killing it. Like, what's your secret? Right. So right there, like you now made a connection with somebody that has a similar mindset to you. And it's the same way with life. As long as you're putting in the work, putting in those reps, you're bound to run into somebody and start meeting those people with similar mindsets that hopefully can help get you to where you want to be. And that's that. With that said, thank y'all so much for participating in today's episode. Again, at DJ Dramas, you want to be a part of the conversation. I'll be back again on Thursday with a brand new episode. And actually, I want to hold y'all to something uh, as well, real quick. If you're you're listening to this, you made it through the whole way, I want you to DM me a goal that you're going to be actively working towards. And I'll keep it private between you and I, but I want you to hold yourself accountable by DMing me the goal that you're going to be working towards and that you're going to be attracting into your life and that you're going to manifest into your life. I want you to DM it to me. I'll be checking my DMs because I want you to hold yourself accountable for that. That'll be the first step, the first action that you take towards attracting the life that you want. And with that said, again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 